Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast 77 WABC. The funerals in Texas are still very much on my mind from the mass shooting there. Funerals for 19 children, two teachers, and even the husband of one of the teachers that died 48 hours later of a heart attack. Let's call it for what it is. The husband of teacher Irma Garcia, Joe Garcia, died of a broken heart. This is my podcast. Let's go. As far as Texas goes, let's start with the premise that no parent should ever have to bury a child. It bears repeating. No parent should ever have to bury a child. And I'm thinking about 10-year-old Amarie Jo Garza. She was described as a sweet, sassy youngster. She had just turned 10, two weeks before her death. Angel Garza was her stepdad and a medic who was on scene, can you imagine this, treating other students when he saw one child covered in blood. Minutes later, he learned the blood on that child belonged to his own daughter. This is how a local TV reporter in Uvalde, Texas, covered her funeral. Amory was also a Girl Scout. In fact, someone wrote that she would be a Girl Scout sister forever right there by the cross here at the town square. She also loved swimming, drawing, and spending time with her family who say she had a heart of gold. Now she is also being remembered as a hero as she was one of several students who tried calling police when the gunmen entered their classroom. Take a listen to what her stepdad told CBS News last week. She just turned 10 two weeks ago. 10, dude. She's 10. I just want to know what happened in her last moments. I want to know what what she was doing, What why he did that to her. Why did she get shot? Like, I just want to know what she did. The Girl Scouts awarded Amory Joe Garza their rare bronze cross for her bravery. Her heroism hasn't gone unnoticed. Police have a very tough job, and police in Uvalde continue to come under fire. A teacher, Anolfo Reyes, from his hospital bed recuperating, is calling the police their cowards for failure to stop the school shooting. Eleven of his students were killed. The shooter apparently shot Mr. Reyes three times, once in the back, once in the arm, and also in the lung. Mr. Reyes says that seconds before, he told his students, I don't know what's going on, but let's go ahead and get under the table. Get under the table and act like you're asleep. The former police commissioner of New York City, Bill Bratton, appearing on 77 WABC, the Cats Roundtable, with John Katsimatidis, our owner-operator, had this to say about the police response. This has been one of the most problematic weeks I've ever experienced in American policing in my 50 years. It's uh, the misinformation 
that's been put out by government officials in Texas is mind-boggling, and it continues even today. Uh, and it's extraordinarily frustrating. I have great pride in my profession, my former profession, policing, but that pride was diminished somewhat this week with the mishandling uh, by uh, Texas authorities of the one of the most important parts of dealing with the crises is accurate information, preliminary information, certainly subject to change, but there's been so much misinformation that was put out as factual that the erosion of public trust, certainly in Texas and its police forces, uh, I've, I've never seen anything like it in all my years in policing. And it's uh, as a somebody who's proud of that profession, uh, I, I, I have so much anger at the moment about this, how mishandled it's been, uh, let alone uh, compounding the grief of those families that lost those young children to uh, uh, be hearing that some of those lives might have been saved, uh, but a long decision was made by a uh, apparently a police chief of a six-person police force that was put in charge of the response to this horrendous incident. No, uh, uh, mind-boggling, frustrating, and uh, I think it's going to continue to be frustrating. Bottom line, bottom line, at the end of the day, the person at fault is the shooter. And no one, 18 years of age, should be able to purchase a semi-automatic rifle. New York Governor Kathy Hochul did the right thing signing this into law. People under 21 can no longer buy semi-automatic rifles like the AR-15 in New York State. And we're raising the age of semi-automatic weapons so no 18-year-old can walk in on their birthday and walk out with an AR-15. Those days are over. Those days are over. You hear that? Those days are over. Under the bill signed into law by Governor Hochul, New Yorkers also face stiffer barriers to buying bulletproof vests and body armor like the ones that reportedly protected the Buffalo shooter from a bullet fired by a hero security guard. And now even a threat, a mere threat of mass harm is a crime punishable by up to a year in jail. Get this, more than 75%, 75% of New Yorkers worry they will be the victim of the next violent crime. That according to a survey released by Siena College that shows an overwhelming number, 7 out of 10, 7 out of 10 New Yorkers say they feel less safe now than before when the pandemic began. The poll also shows a city on edge just months into Mayor Adams' administration. And a majority of respondents, 56%, say the city is headed in the wrong direction. Mayor Adams even says what we all know, that the New York criminal justice system is a bad joke, a bad joke on all of us. People no longer believe that you can't do a shooting in the city. You do a profile on all of these individuals here. You're going to see prior gun possession, prior shootings just coming out. No one takes criminal justice seriously anymore. These bad guys no longer take them seriously. They believe our criminal justice system is a laughing stock. 
of our entire country. We have to get serious about this because innocent people are dying. I want to close with this. As a human being, I wish Leah Thomas great success in life. The transgender U-Pen swimmer, but she has made a mockery of women's sports. Leah is speaking out now. She did an interview with ABC News. And when we cut through all the crap, we all know Leah Thomas has a biological advantage over the women swimmers. Here is what she told ABC News. And there are some who look at the data and suggest that you're enjoying a competitive advantage. What do you say to that? There's a lot of factors that go into a race and how, how well you do. And the biggest change for me is that I'm happy. And sophomore year, um, where I had my best times competing with the men, I was miserable. And so having that be lifted is incredibly relieving and allows me to put my all into training, into racing. Trans people don't transition for athletics. We transition to be happy and authentic and our true selves. Transitioning to get an advantage is not something that ever factors into our decisions. You didn't transition to win more medals? No. Folks, if you are interested in my book on my life growing up in New York City and overcoming numerous obstacles or my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, DominateCarterOnline.com or one word, DominateCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m., Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. I will see you the next time right here. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.